happened? I don't know what happened. Literally, my computer, like, went all black and then just shut off. That's wild. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you're back now, baby. Here we go. (laughs) So, before you cut out, you were saying what? Yeah. Sad. (laughs) Fucking tired. My hair looks fried. I don't know. It's bad vibes. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm like, just trying to keep it together. (laughs) (laughs) So your computer perfectly represents. (laughs) It's like, wait, don't say anything else. Let me show her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you can't win them all. No. Yeah. How are you? Uh, The same, pretty much. Um... Just crazy stress, crazy anxious. Um, honestly, I feel like now that it's just like immediately dark at 4 p.m., like my, my body's like, okay, shut down, shut it down. <laughs> like right yeah. as soon as the sun sets. So it just sucks, man. Yeah. Dude, the other day, I won't, I won't get into it like for the reasons why, but I was <laughs> crying so hard that my skin was like burnt from the water. Ooh. It was like painful. So then I was like crying more because it hurt. And I was like, I don't know how to stop this cycle. <laughs> and like under my eyes were these crazy bruises. I was just like, what's happening here? <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, it fucking hurts, man. Like yeah. when you're, and it's because it's like in that straight line that it burns. And you're like, well, and the tears won't go any other way. So you like just don't know what to do. Put <laughs> paper towels immediately, like right here. Well, yeah, there. Like I had to Google it because I was like, how? Like, what do I do? But it was basically just like cold compress. And I was like, fucking insane. Like, That's where we are in 2020, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the end of November, <laughs> and going into the holiday season, fully depressed. <laughs> oh God! But you no. know. What? There's, there's a few good things in life, you know? Um, Would you like to share? <laughs> can't name them, but I'm sure they're out there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, do you think you'll see your family this holiday season? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I've told you, like, I have my note for my therapist, for my yeah. parents to come and go. And in Quebec, we have, like, a four-day like window uh to see everyone so like my family I don't know how everyone else is doing it but basically like for the week or two weeks before whatever they're already off from work so they're like quarantining Mm -hmm. um and then we're getting together but we're still not doing like the whole family it's it's gonna be like like fucking 40 people so it's impossible to do yeah um but yeah honestly not to be this person whether it was allowed or not i think i was going to see them anyway just because like for me like not to get super personal but i'm at a point where it's like i'm either gonna die by covid or die through other means so it's like i think might as well fucking do it at this point (laughs) the loneliness factor for a lot of people right now and just like not having any support it's so it's so fucking bad literally I wanted to do like a personal poll of all of my friends and people I talk to regularly because right now I feel like upwards of 70% of the people I, I regularly keep in touch with are like, I'm reaching my limit of like yeah. mental health problems. Yeah. And, and like, so- don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like fucking 
throw a party of 80 people and like spit in each other's mouth but like <laughs> no like even my friends I'm not really like it like my I'm still being quite strict with my friends um yeah. like I have one friend who comes over but it's because I live alone so I'm allowed but even at that we still keep our distance she wears her mask and all that stuff mm -hmm. um but no I need to see my family or else like I said it's uh no matter what, it's not a good call <laughs> on my end. Yeah, it's so. dire times, for real. It's really yeah. bad. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's fine. I booked off, like, so we have, like, Christmas Eve off, and then Christmas off, and then... We have the 28th Day. off? Okay, okay yeah. hold on a second. Yeah, okay. so we have the 28th off. Yeah. Okay, but well, why, though? Because we don't have Boxing Day, because it's on the weekend, so they give okay, us... So it carries. Yeah, so that's the Monday. And so I just basically booked off the rest of the days of that week. So, like, um, with the week of the 28th or before? Yeah, the 28th. Okay. So, like, I don't know, the 29th, 30th, and then half of New Year's Day, or New Year's Eve. Because we get a half day on yeah, New Year's. We get a half day. Well, even Christmas so, Eve, that's a half day? Yeah, Chris, uh, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve are half days. So, like, I was just like, yeah, you know what, I'm just going to go full force and not come back for like two weeks <laughs> because, well, I had like extra vacation days and uh, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> you know, I'm at that point. So yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, just so everybody knows, um, this is our this is our second or third try getting this to work. This is our third. This is our third try. And my computer died, but not like battery, just like because it felt like it. And then my power flickered off. Is it bad weather there? It's not really. It's like barely raining. I don't know. It's us. Maybe it's our energy. <laughs> yeah, it's just the vibe. We put out bad vibes from the start of we this did. episode and we cursed <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we really did. Okay, so let, let's, like, try to avoid the internet. So let's, like, jump right into yeah. the episode. And hopefully the universe is on our side for this. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, okay, so welcome back to Not Your Average Snowflake Podcast. Um, it's episode three. Episode four. Oh, episode four. Yeah. All right. Um, and we have a doozy of a topic today, <laughs> which is religion, not, well, yeah, religion versus science, but like not actually versus. Yeah. More like. In discussion with. <laughs> yeah. With like the earth and life and like when you should be using one and when you shouldn't be. Yeah. Like, I mean, science and religion are two. I feel massive pillars in societies across the world. So it's hard to like, and nonsensical to pit them against each other because they really are not in contest with each other. You know, I think yeah. people are always like, you have to 100% believe everything about this side or the other side, but it's really not like that for, well, speaking from experience, it's not. Um, I'm sure some people are extremists, right? But I don't know, let's get into it. Well, okay, so I, like, what you just said, that, uh, like, oh, you have to choose a side or whatever. I've had people say that to me, 
and it's the most annoying shit in the goddamn world. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like, I can very much say, like, oh, there's a dinosaur skeleton. I believe that because it's right in front of me. Mm-hmm. While also saying, hey, I, I don't, there's no proof that Noah's Ark didn't happen. So why do I have to say it didn't? Yeah. It's very frustrating. And I wish people would leave me alone more when it comes to those things. Well, I think, like, in general, like, North American societies have, like, shifted away from religion in a way. But... I think for maybe the wrong reasons because well for me like my my parents generation was like the fear of god like that was what motivated them to be religious whereas like for me i'm not really religious per se but like anything that i believe about god and religion comes from a place of like interest and love and like something to fall back on and like something to guide me rather than something to be afraid of so I always like I'm always concerned about like intergenerational beliefs because like that like if I had to be afraid of God that would make me move towards science more Mm -hmm. you know if it had to be that like polarizing but it doesn't I don't know yeah I it's it is funny how like the our grandparents and our parents and then us we have such different like um I guess views Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's it's hard to challenge them sometimes. Um, like for us, like the big reason also why I like this topic is because like for us a lot, like we've been in the hospital most of our lives, right? Like my family. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because they're like, the thing to do when you're old and Italian is to like... <laughs> You know, you, you pray, and there's nothing wrong with like praying to God and asking, you know, keep your family still. Like, obviously, you know, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, I just remember, like, there was just one point where I just got so angry because I was like, I was like, you know, though, it's like the, like, you, like the doc, like, it's the doctors, though, right? <laughs> like, cutting up my sister's head. Like, it ain't God doing it. And at the end of the day, like, at, literally at the end of the day, if supernatural has taught me anything <laughs> it's that like it's uh, I don't know like I, and I feel so guilty saying this but I kind of believe it like sometimes it's like I believe that there is a god but I don't necessarily think that he's listening you know so like when they're when they were praying in the hospital and all that it's like I want them to because it makes them, them feel better yeah but at the on the other hand i'm like i'm like i'm just hoping for the doctor to have steady hands at this point you know what i mean like it's so complicated it's so fucking complicated because then on the other hand like what you know like we talked about last time like how um like healing energy and all that and if it who cares if it's all in your head as long as it makes you feel better yeah so like if that's what made my sister like feel better you know, then that's a great thing. But it's just yeah. so fucking, like, it's so complex and difficult. And I have so many mixed emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's interesting because, like, if there is a God out there, then maybe they never intended for prayer to be, like, a communication thing so much as, like, a consolation or, like, comfort for human beings, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. but then it's, like, what what is the being of God really mean? Like, is it one, like, entity? Is it one, like, person, right? Like, 
if that's the case, then definitely, how could they be listening to everything? But then it's like, what are their abilities? Like, there's so many layers to trying to understand it. And I think, like, I get the most comfort out of, like, not trying to understand it in a way. Like, just kind of being like, it's something that makes me feel better. Like, if I'm scared, like, okay, this is one dumb example. But, like, I don't know if I told this story before, but basically, like, in my religion there's a, and culture, there's something called a jinn, which is, like, a four-dimensional, like, entity then some can be good and some can be bad but like there was this old like wives tale that said if you're a young woman and you're walking out at night like the gins are in the trees like watching you and they can like take you so like you shouldn't go out when it's really dark or whatever yeah which is just like to probably yeah scare you and make you stay at home but like to this day like because I was I was so scarred by this which is funny because it's like okay that's like not the fear of God, but, like, the fear of entities coming back into play, but, like, I still, to this day, if I'm walking at night, I'm so sketched out, I don't walk near the trees, <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm, like, doing a prayer in my head, because I'm so scared, like, that's, and, but it makes me feel better, like, I know it's not to really do anything, but when I make it home safe, I'm, like, that's on God, <laughs> literally. <laughs> no, but, like, that, like, I think as long as anything makes you feel better, then that's all that really matters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not doing, like, the thing with religion and with science, like, so long as you're not using your views to hurt anybody, then it, like, there's too much fighting, dude. Like, oh, like, I have a lot of friends who are atheists, and I'll, I'll toot my own horn a, l- a little. Like, I like to think I'm, like, I don't give a fuck if you don't believe in God. Like, I have a lot of issues with the whole thing. Yeah. You know, but it's like, I don't care. Most of my friends are atheists, but like, and, and obviously this goes both ways. Cause you know, religious people are like this and atheists are like this. But like when it's like the constant fucking of like butting heads and like, just like the arguments and when there's just like insults thrown each way, I just like, I can't take that. Like it's. Well, it's nonsensical. It's like, you're comparing two completely different belief systems. Of course, you're going to disagree with everything that the other person is saying. Like, you don't believe what they're saying. It's, For sure. It's just, it's, just... I don't get how it can... Turn, like, I just don't understand how people get so violent about either side. Like, so, well, maybe not violence the right word, but whatever. Aggressive, yeah. Yeah, aggressive. Like, so quickly. And it's like, it's okay to just like let it be and it's also okay to admit that like we don't actually know anything about anything (laughs) i know you know what i mean like at the end of the day everything is a theory still yeah exactly like whether it's god or whether it was science like no one was there so like why you like why are you fine with me like it's not like i'm saying the earth is flat you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) that you're not disputing like actual facts yeah you're just you know, just discussing theories. And I think like people get really caught up in being right because they take it as a, I don't know, they attribute their religion or their scientific beliefs as like part of who they are. So maybe when you're disagreeing with them, you're like disagreeing with like who they are, right? Because the only people who get so passionate about that are people who have that part of their life as their part of their identity, right? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I feel like people turn it into personal, personal attacks when really like, okay, yeah, you can say like 
there's no proof that there's a God, but there's also no proof that there's not. And there's no proof of the Big Bang. But you could say that there's like some substantial theories about that, you know, like it, it, it doesn't really, either way, it doesn't really come down to a conclusive argument. So it's like redundant. And then you're, you're usually like, I find myself stuck between like two very extreme people. And I'm like, where do I even bother like trying to rationalize with these people? Because either way, (laughs) I'm going to get like torn up. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically (laughs) the story of my fucking life. Like it's, especially before I came out, trying to talk about anything, I think, LGBT with like conservative religious people mm-hmm. is so hard but then um, like it's the annoyance there with me is like using religion as an excuse like to not like a group of people or whatever it is that you're using it for yeah but it's just like <laughs> how did like and i think this goes for every religion like how did your religion lead you to the idea that you shouldn't like be accepting of these people so it's like (laughs) i just don't i just don't fucking understand because i thought the whole point was like oh we're supposed to love everyone blah 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 but then on the other hand like when you go the science route you have like particularly for trans people it's like okay so religion doesn't accept them and then some people who believe in science are like oh well biologically and then it starts into that shit so it's just like well what are we supposed to do? <laughs> like, I think like it, it always comes down to the fact that garbage people are always going to use their belief system to produce garbage thoughts. Like, yeah, that's true. like if you're, if you're dead, you know, set on hating someone, you're not going to let, you're just going to rationalize with yourself and be like, Oh, well this random fact in the Bible or in the Quran or in whatever holy book they believe says this. So I'm going to take it out of context and use it to my own benefit. And I feel like context is so important across the board because, like, if you think that these holy books were written by whoever, like, that was a a moment in history. That wasn't, like, some uncontextualized, random, like, like, literal random event. Yeah. And to, like, pretend like it, they can just cherry pick beliefs is kind of bizarre to me because, like, if you're religious, if you identify as religious, like you would try to take a more wholesome or as accurate of an approach as possible, right? Yeah. But then I'm like, I don't know, maybe people, some people are just born into their beliefs and they don't really question them and whatever they're told, they they act in, on and believe in. So, so um, it's complicated and I think like, it doesn't have to be science versus religion. For me, it's not like I'm like perfectly okay with 90% of what I hear from both sides, <laughs> like, in terms of neutral facts or, like, you know, like, life lessons that you hear from the Bible or the Quran. Like, I'm, I'm actually someone who wants to learn more about all religions and kind of, like, have an amalgamation of, of knowledge, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I don't, I don't think we have to be one versus the other. I think you feel, obviously, the same way. Yeah, I do, because I'm, I don't know if I'm, I don't, like you, I don't, I wouldn't call myself religious, but I believe in God and 
Jesus and the saints, but also I believe in science. And also I believe like I, which this is like the biggest sin for Christians, but like, I don't believe that it's just my God because like there were stories before ours. So why, like, why does our story like cancel out everything else? Yeah. Like to me, that doesn't make sense. And like, I was having this conversation with one of my friends a few years ago, but like what she said will always stay with me. Um, she's Greek and she, she's like, I would say she's like very religious. Like she goes to church a lot. Um, she like participates in the saint days and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, so we were talking about religion once and I was like, do you like, you know, ancient Greece and they, they were pagans. I was like, do you ever like question like your faith, like how the Greek faith has evolved or whatever. Yeah. And, um, she said that there might not have been a guy named Zeus on a mountain throwing lightning at people. <laughs> like, but maybe there was like this really powerful soldier named Zeus who like was more like he was stronger than other dudes. And like throughout time, those stories, you know, evolve into something greater, you know yeah. what I mean? She's yeah. Like, that's strange. She's like that could even be the case with Jesus. Maybe he didn't walk on water but maybe he was so saintly that they like attributed these things to him, you know, yeah. like whether it happened or not. And, and it's I think that was like, such a nice way of putting it. You that know? is really nice. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like saying, well, it's kind of like the game of telephone where like by the end you hear something completely different, but it's usually something to do with the beginning, you know? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of our stories from religious texts are just like historical accounts and maybe we as human beings have the tendency to inflate of course the people that we love the people that we praise that we look up to you know so fucking mm -hmm. preaching to the choir Kevin's <laughs> <laughs> played the piano yesterday and I was like Nathan <laughs> King <laughs> yeah that's well that's another interesting thing circling back to celebrities and kind of like idols in you could just call me out it's fine <laughs> in culture <laughs> no i'm just saying like a lot of religions like speak against idolizing or worshiping like just regular you know yeah. celebrities or musicians or any regular day-to-day -day person right but it's so interesting how in just like ever since pop culture was like a thing we as human beings like naturally are drawn to those types of people and like naturally yeah. get infatuated with or like obsessed with those types of people. Yeah. It's almost like against human nature to not, you know, invest some of your, who you are in the people that you admire. So I wonder like that portion of religion, which says like, you know, no false idols or whatever, is that like from, I don't know, a lot of parts of, I know this is like completely going off track of what I was literally just saying, but just like a lot of what religious texts say seem to be to just like remove distraction from worship. Yeah. So I feel like going back to like even celebrities and music and like movies and whatever, like that is a 
obviously a huge distraction in life, but it also enriches people's lives too. So I'm like, where's the, where's the line there? Like, should we like not waste, waste our time, <laughs> waste our time? Because I don't think it's a waste of time. I think it enriches who we are and what we believe. And, but then it's like, is that why they speak like a lot of religions speak against these things because they don't want you to be influenced by whatever you're being influenced by. It's possible. Like from, I always assumed that the, it was there because again, I'm only looking at this from like my Christian perspective, but because prior to that, the Romans believed in the, like the pagan gods, right? Like Jupiter, Mars and all that. So I always assumed it was there to be like, you're a pagan fuck off this is like the new way of life and if you don't agree we're gonna put you in the coliseum actually no that's what they did to the christians that they fought the lions but anyway the point is it's like that's why i always assumed it was there um but yeah i I don't uh well i think that kind of falls in the same category too yeah which is just like i don't think christian (laughs) this is such a bad generalization but i don't think christians like think about it to the intellectual extent that you just did. <laughs> That's fair. Like, I really, I think it was really just like, in terms of believing in God, it was like, this is the one God. Um, but when it comes to like day to day, like celebs and stuff, I really don't think that they think about it that way just because, especially in the States, like looking at all these Christian people who do heavily idolize like sports players or whoever. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that ever crosses their mind. That's interesting. Yeah. Because like, as the United States is probably one of the most, uh, well, I wouldn't say one of the most, but like a uh, highly Christian yeah. country. It's very Christian heavy. Yeah. But then it's or like, they already speak the loudest in any case. And then it's like at the same time, the, the it's the center of entertainment and like celebrity culture and all of that so those two coexisting is very interesting yeah like for me honestly the election felt like religion versus science it really did yeah which kind of sucks because i don't like associating how i believe in like god with trump yeah but like that's honestly how it felt to me. I was like, either the, like, that's going to win and they're going to just say that it, everything is what it is and basically fuck science. Whereas Joe Biden, regardless of how people feel about him, whatever, he at least acknowledges scientific. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he knows that climate change is a real thing (laughs) and like knows that scientists aren't trying to like fill our blood with trackers from the u.s government so it's like that's how i honestly that's how i felt about the election which sucks because then like you i find you feel maybe not bad but it's like just i guess it's a disappointment to see like oh my god like so many there's so many shitty christians and it's like just such the opposite of what they're supposed to be right it's like shame by association right because yeah you're like how can I have the same or similar set of beliefs as these people? And they're, they're literally going against what they preach, you know? Yeah. Like it's hard to see. And I think I see it across the board. It's not just obviously Christianity or Catholicism, but like there's a difference between like memorizing the lessons in a, in a 
religion and memorizing and like performing. I would say it's like performance of religious behavior, whereas like actually embodying what those stories mean and like living out like acts of good and doing doing the good part of the religion. You know what I mean? Like you can you can people can lecture and and tear down other people all day as long as they want but that doesn't make them a scholar first of all it doesn't make them a religious scholar but it doesn't also make them actually religious because they're going against the actual lessons you know I find that even in my own family like not to drag my family (laughs) but it's like you guys are cherry picking what you want to believe and then just like the rest is pointless you know like just because you pray five times a day or whatever like that doesn't make you a good muslim yeah for sure the same way yeah you gotta be a good person and like i think i I think going back to like the generational thing i think we as a generation are more closely aligned with like be a good person and and then like religious lessons secondarily you know whereas my parents and my grandparents are just like religion (laughs) they go and do like the weirdest strangest things and I'm like weird flex I don't know like did I tell you about the the Mussolini thing like that he's on one of the churches okay what yeah yeah, yeah. so so (laughs) this church I don't fucking know the name of it okay Um, I should though because like everyone in my family got married there but anyway on that church let me see if I can find the name but there's like a um there's a statue, Mussolini Church. It's not like a Mussolini Church, but there's like a. <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's a, okay. <laughs> it's like okay, strange theme. <laughs> there's a, there's like a either a painting or like a statue that's part of it or whatever of Mussolini on the church. Okay, so it's this big discussion in the Italian community right now on whether or not to take it down. And obviously the older people and the younger people have like really conflicting views, which is similar, not the same, but similar to the stat, everything that's going on with like the, the statues of the colonizers in the States. Right. So it's the same, it's the same kind of argument. And it's just like, I find the irony unfucking believable because it's like these old people are fighting so hard to keep Mussolini (laughs) on a church. And I'm like, did they like forget he killed a like a lot of people like a lot like a lot of innocent people like he and like that hitler was like his bestie <laughs> like, ah. and it's like how like why would you even want that on your fucking church like that literally that that goes against anything yeah, i'm yeah. sure anything in the bible i haven't read it cover to cover but like there's a very confident yeah so i was just like what what are we what are we doing here like i just I find like it's very strange, like, the hills that people choose to die on for these types of discussions, because if they would just, like, simmer down and take a look, like, a critical look, they would understand why these people are probably protesting that church or, like, suggesting that they take that, that statue down. And, like, even just across the board, like, can we just please have one crumb of critical thinking go into our our fake rage that we have? And I, I'm, even if we're not talking about, like, the older generation, I think um, Ray from work, from anyone who's not from work watching this, 
<laughs> which is probably zero people. But Ray from work was saying, she like made a status about that um, Christmas song. Like, don't get fake oh, outraged about this Christmas yeah. song. Uh, what is it? Baby, it's cold outside, that one. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of the same idea where like people bandwagon on getting upset over things, For but sure. they don't really understand why they're mad or like, maybe like if they thought about it a little bit more it would not be as big of a deal yeah like like for, like <laughs> take like take the time and think to yourself like is this worth being upset about right you know what i mean because it's usually not yeah like for in my opinion that song was really not worth being upset about no. like at all like to me like from a logical standpoint i was like i don't think if people actually thought it was a rape anthem, they would have played it for this many years. <laughs> like, it's, again, coming back to context, like, look at when the song was released. Look at what it was truly about. Yeah. And the what's in this drink is literally like, oh my God, like, what's in this drink? That, it, it's as simple as that. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not like, oh, you, they, it's not the guy who actually spiked it. She's yeah. like, pretending. You know why? Because it's a song. And wasn't it, like, released during, like, the Prohibition or something? <laughs> no. I don't know if that's true, but, like, I'm sure there's a reason why that line was written. I don't know. It's also just, like, who cares? Who cares if it's on the radio? There's bigger problems, especially right now, like, especially during a pandemic, during some of the biggest civil unrest we've ever seen, like, across the board, not just in the, in the States, you know? Like, why are we mad about a Christmas song? Yeah, it makes no sense at all. You know what's interesting, though, is when, when companies or, like, corporations take a stance on, like, holiday seasons. Uh, circa 2018, I think, when Starbucks, like, changed their cup from, like, a Christmas cup to a holiday cup. But what's the, what's the difference between the two? Like, what was, like, did one say Merry Christmas and then they just put off? It was something like that and, like, the cup was red. Yeah. And then they were just like, oh, it can be a different color or something. But people thought that, like, non-Christian people were, like, protesting Starbucks and being like, you should be inclusive. Like, I'm telling you, no, nobody in their right mind would protest that. Like, I honestly think it's, like, the social justice warriors that, like, don't actually do any, like, quantifiable work for their communities or for any cause who just get like Twitter fingers and start going off on random tangents. And I don't know why, but those are always the issues that get picked up and like blown up because I'm telling you no actual person who was non Christian would actually be mad about that. I feel like it's such a like non issue. It's a non issue. Yeah. So it's weird when companies make those decisions and like you see the reaction of, the general public because they never I feel like companies never anticipate there being any huge backlash and then there is for the slightest things I guess because it's it's easy for people to feel like they could get mad at companies because you're not getting mad at a like you're getting mad at people but you're not getting mad at an actual person yeah it's like oh you're just yelling at a name right and I guess like it seems like an easy fix if they yeah. really wanted something changed. Yeah. I think that's the thought process because it's always easier to, and I think that's how people feel about celebrities, you know, like they don't think of them as a 
person, so it's yeah. easy to say whatever. Um, well, that's how I feel about everything. That's how I feel about how people feel about science, how people <laughs> feel about religion. I just feel too many people are yelling and I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating. I hope the true Christmas spirit like shines through this year. Because like every year there's like crazy stories about like Black Friday sale and like these people got trampled or like insane, like people getting shot over sales. Yeah. So I hope like none of that shit happens this year. But then again, the PS5 came out, so there's no problem. Dude, that shit is so ugly. <laughs> it looks like a fan or something. Oh, it looks like a ship in Star Wars. Like yeah. actually, it looks like someone could have drawn it in Star Wars and I wouldn't have known the difference. <laughs> Like, that's how it looks like to me. It is a giant... It's, it's huge. It's yeah. like, where, do you, where do you even put that in your house? And what's the reason for it being gigantic? It's just like... No, it's like iPhones. Like, why did they go... Like, they, they went small, and then they're like, oh, we're going to make them big again. Like, what was the point? It's just trends, I think. Now it just can't fit in my pocket anymore. <laughs> already, our po- like, women's pockets are not made <laughs> well. Women's pockets are made for, like, oh. coins only. <laughs> We should have a whole episode on the scam of women's pockets. If yeah. we even get a pocket. If we even Usually get a it's pocket. just a sewn seam. Holy There's hell. no pocket in there. Have and you ever like fit their entire lives in their pocket? Their pockets like go down to their ankles. I don't <laughs> understand why. It's like what do you they're not every single pair of men's pants are just cargo pants, if you think about it. <laughs> it's like there's an episode of Parks and Rec where Ben says to Leslie um he's like you have an you have an opinion on everything you have an opinion on pockets and she gets like so red in the face and she's and she's like yes they should all be bigger and i'm like fuck man it's it's, it's so true crazy. though they should all be yeah. bigger and it gets me so irrationally upset. man like whenever ben and i go shopping i'm always like <laughs> he makes fun of me because like you have like such a white mom fashion sense i'm like i just want khakis with lots of pockets okay you've had the privilege of that option for your whole life let me give me those khakis give me those cargo pants yeah i love a good pocket you know what's fucking good dresses with pockets that's the good shit fire fucking good shit because like i don't want to put my hands on my hips you know yeah but it's like it's not a nice put them somewhere yeah exactly and also like when you're out and you like don't really want to bring a bag or whatever, it's like you just yeah slip your hands in there. Well, like you said. I'm glad that like fanny packs came back into style because I'm like, okay, I don't have to at least fuck up my shoulder for this bag. <laughs> you know, I just put it on my waist and it's gone. I love a good fanny pack. I have like a really fucking nice one. Really? And even even when they go out of style, again, again I don't care. I'm still still gonna wear it i love them it's so convenient especially for travel you just like throw it on there like big enough that you you can carry everything you need yeah well mine i'm able to fit my phone not my wallet but like i take out my cards my money i'm able to fit my portable charger my passport okay jet setter my keys like it's a good (laughs) good it's fire yeah and it's also like versatile because like you can dress it up or down. So yeah. and it's unisex. It is genderless. I like the over the shoulder fanny pack situation. 
I like it. It doesn't look good on me, but I try my best, you know. Oh, whether it looks good on me or not, I, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, I also just feel like it's, I don't know. I feel more, I'm, I'm always afraid, like even when I tie things around my hips, I never feel secure with myself. <laughs> and not like, not like physically looking good. I'm just like, like you lose it. Yeah, like something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause, well, especially when you tie things around your waist, like you're, you're giving more options for people to like grab your jacket or whatever. Yeah, but. I just don't, I just don't, never vibed with it. So right here, it's like whoever tries to get it, I can see it coming for me. Yeah. Right in front of my face, you know? <laughs> so that's where I am on the fanny pack debacle. Oh, one thing I always think about, this has nothing to do with anything we're talking about, Except fanny packs, kind of. But so when you went to Europe, did you like get so many warnings about getting pickpocketed? Like, I don't know why. This is like the same level as like what growing up, I thought there was going to be like sinking sand or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. no matter where I went, like that was a belief in my brain just because of like movies and shit. But I swear to God, I'm like, hey, well, if I ever go to Europe, I'm going to have to make sure all my pockets are zipped up and like put a lock yeah. on my purse. So. Yes and no. The only, like, not for Europe as a whole, but for Italy, yes. And I can honestly say that you do have to be careful in Italy. Um, in the bigger cities, not so much the villages, because like, no one gives a fuck about you. Yeah. But in the bigger cities, um, yeah, and they'll like follow you. And like, and my grandfather got pickpocketed. Um, yeah, you, Italy, I would say, well, yeah, I would say like Rome is a place to be careful. Mm -hmm. um, Anywhere touristy, basically. Yeah, but like I didn't really, we weren't really that uh, nervous about it in anywhere else we went. Um, but I think it also just depends, like, maybe we weren't nervous because like, you know, like I said, like the way we wear certain things, it's like, I would to be pickpocketed. Yeah, like you would literally have to come to my face, <laughs> like, and take it off my boobs for it. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, it's very intimate. Yeah, you know. So I think that's why we never really felt the fear. Um, but in Italy, I do say like, yeah, watch your stuff. Yeah, just you know, be careful. There. I haven't been to Europe yet, so I'm just collecting facts until I go. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I would generalize it to like all of Europe, but. Yeah. Um, really, I think each place, first of all, has their own set of issues <laughs> that you know you have to look out for. Like in London, the, in my opinion, nothing is worrisome, but you have to be ready that like people are just going to be rude as hell, no matter how nice you are. Like they're just not going to like you, and that's just that's how, how it goes. <laughs> oh my god, that reminds me of when I went to. So we, my family and I went to a wedding in Seattle and then we flew to New York after that for like a different part of the wedding, which was insane. But we went from like Seattle, like everyone was so friendly, nice, like beautiful. And then we fly to New York and literally the first interaction we have is like a woman at a toll gate and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> we're like, we're not from here, obviously, ma'am. Get out of the way. But I was yeah. like, this is... This is what I needed. Because yeah. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah, New York and London, it's like, they don't, they have places to be. They don't want to fuck with you. They're like, yeah. get out of the way. We don't care that you're touring. 
everyone's busy like yeah actual shit yeah it actually reminds me a little bit about toronto but not not really toronto's still in canada so people are pretty nice in general you know what never a fan of toronto like i know i know i know and like all the people that work in it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Honestly, like this, it, the city, but to be fair, I'm also not a huge city person. Like I don't live in the, the, the heart of Montreal for a reason. Yeah. Like every time I'm in Toronto, like I feel like a physical form of anxiety, like take over. And I'm just like, I hate everything about this and everything is so tall and gray. Yeah and gross (laughs) I only like it when I'm with people I'm comfortable with like and not just like people I know like I I would still feel like weird with work people but I I like it when I'm with my family or with Ben because I'm like okay I'm not here for like any reason other than to walk around and like have fun otherwise I'm like okay where the fuck am I going like how do I get there I need to google maps it my phone's gonna die it's starting to rain I can't see the sky like it's, it's chaotic it is chaotic yeah, I don't like it though. Toronto is uh, not my cup of tea, but I also think that it's partially because I'm uh, sometimes I could be a snob when I choose my cities because I'm like, oh, I'm not a city person, but then I'm like, oh, I'm in <laughs> London for the rest of my life, so I think yeah. it's like annoying. So that could just easily be like you just have a preference. Yeah, I I don't know if I'm a city person. I haven't never really lived in a big city. Like London is pretty medium-sized yeah what do you think about london this is london ontario for any of our worldwide followers <laughs> <laughs> um what do i think about london parts of it freak me out a little yes um especially where we worked yeah like there's certain streets where you're just kind of like, like mm, okay now that i want to walk down here by myself even in like broad daylight you're just kind of like Meh. yep um yeah, I would say like the, like certain areas I felt fine in. And next time you're here, I'll bring you to my house. Yes. Well, yeah, we said we'll we'll do a real time. Yeah. Video. A real. Um, but yeah, there's just like there's certain parts that I felt comfortable in, and certain parts I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, I was never really a, like every time I'm down, I'm never really alone. You know what I mean? So yeah, downtown London is a sad place. <laughs> sad and scary um but like yeah if you ever come back to london we'll go to like all the nice i'll do a nice tour for you <laughs> i appreciate that there's, there's cute places here um but i've never actually i've been to montreal like twice i know you don't live in there but this is my opinion um <laughs> it was basically toronto but more rude yeah i mean i would agree with that yeah and like less english so yeah unfortunately i personally i fucking hate montreal there's not I, the only parts of montreal i like are the really wealthy part that like you can't do anything in <laughs> so yeah. like like there um have you gone to like quebec city do you like that yeah quebec city i like um i heard it's very european yeah i think well <laughs> i think it's like i'm like i think it's the closest to european we can get <laughs> in Quebec I wouldn't say it's European I would say yeah. it's, like it's Quebec trying to be European as an essence it's not even close probably yeah but yeah. it but I have to say it's actually a lot of fun and I love going 
Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't fucking, I don't know. I like, honestly, if I wasn't so close to my family, I probably would have moved, but I genuinely don't like Montreal. I think it's so smelly and gross and it's just like the people are so rude and there's always this fucking language bullshit going on which is just the dumbest thing and it's kind of like why don't they just pick one language what's the main language there french yes but the thing okay so the thing the the whole fucking thing with the language thing is like it's that they so French people feel that English people want to erase the French language and vice versa. Yeah. But like English people are just like, we're not trying to erase French because it's great to be bilingual. Yeah. It opens doors. But like a lot of people who live here are immigrants and French is probably like their third language. So you can't take English away from them because it's probably like, one of their main forms of communication. And it's also widespread in... English, isn't English like the national language, like the worldwide language yeah, or whatever? worldwide and like just North America too. Yeah, so it's like, what are you doing? It just doesn't make sense. And like, so I used to work at a bookstore. We are so far off of like what our episode was supposed to be. Whatever. <laughs> Three words. Those are just suggestions. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I used to work at a at a bookstore, but we were like very close to the airport. Okay. Yeah. So using common sense, you can assume that a lot of people who go into this bookstore, um, well, not all the time, but you know, during those high time vacation seasons, people are coming in and like, they're either from out of the country or they're leaving to go somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, and regardless, even if they're not like where we say bonjour, hi. Okay. <laughs> the okay. shit we would get sometimes is like unfucking believable and because indigo is an english bookstore yeah which we would get shit for too as if we didn't have a french section which we did p.s um but we just got so much shit and like in my head i was like do do they understand that like also if they go to the bookstore in the airport there's like a huge English English section because yeah. you're in an airport. Like it's an airport. Literally. When I was in the Italy airport, they had an English section. Because it's an airport. Common sense, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I, Very interesting to like hear about that conundrum. Like the only interactions I've had in, in Montreal were like, my friend Sarah speaks... French a little bit so we would just make her talk and people were always way more nice when she talked than when anybody yeah. else talked. yeah and it's frustrating because like English people it's like very forced that you're required to speak both in a job yeah but, like if French, if French people don't speak English it's okay oh that's and, a scam exactly and like it goes back to what I said about like especially with immigrants <laughs> like it just doesn't make sense. Like, what if, like, I just moved here from fucking England, okay? And I need to conduct business with someone. And the business I need, it's only people who speak French. How is that helpful? <laughs> yeah, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, you can't say, like, Quebec is so diverse and loves immigrants and then be like, except 
we're not going to speak English to you. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know, man. I don't know. I also, for some reason, I don't, I didn't feel like when I was in Quebec, like, I've been to, I think just two or three cities in Quebec, so I'm generalizing a lot. But I was, like, kind of, like, well, actually, I just have this fear all the time that I'm going to be, like, hate-crimed, but especially when I was in Quebec. Because of speaking English or because you're Muslim? No, because I'm Muslim and I'm brown. Okay. But, like, because you said diverse, I was just, like... But that's my point. But it is, though. We, like, we shout from the the rooftops that we're, like, crazy diverse, but, like, in actuality, even if we are diverse, like, we don't treat people who aren't like, don't have right? the language accessibility yeah so yeah. just none of it just none of it makes sense like it just doesn't <laughs> just, like, like this it just brings me back to like when like recently and even a few years ago like when the because we have like this organization i don't even fucking know the name of it but it's so stupid it's like the it's like the french enforcers or whatever yeah and, like, Let's you can call you can call them and like report like restaurants or like businesses to them. And people do it for Italian restaurants. Oh and it's like, are you so fucking uncultured that you don't understand that the word espresso or gelato or whatever, it's not French or English. It's yeah. like that's what it's called. Like that is the name of the thing. Oh my god. That's literally like Yeah. But it's like dystopian. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it makes no fucking sense. It makes, and it's like you can't, how you can't even translate that word. Yeah, it, it's it's all, like that's the name of the thing. But that, like, yeah, and like that's what you would call it no matter what language. Exactly, like it's a, it's gelato, it's espresso, it's a plate of pasta. Like mm-hmm. that's what it's called. There is no English or French word for it. It's that's just what it's called. So it's like that sounds stressful. <laughs> It's so frustrating, and I find it makes just, it just makes us look like fucking idiots, especially in the eyes of France. Like, this is why they don't like us. <laughs> well, I mean, France has their own, their own issues. They have their own shit, for sure. Like, in terms of the language stuff, this is, that is the exact reason why they don't like us. Like, when that whole thing happened a few years ago, because I'm pretty sure it had something to do with pasta, like, everyone was making fun of us, because they were like... Nothing happened. It was like... I'm going to look it up to be 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure it was like this, it was again, an Italian restaurant and they wanted them to change. Like the um, word or something? Yeah, Quebec, Italian, French, pasta. Maybe that'll, something will happen. (laughs) Yeah, back in 2013, Quebec language police tried to ban pasta from Italian restaurant menu. Um, and it's like the word is like it's pasta yeah like if you don't whether you're english or french if you go to an italian restaurant like how do you not know what pasta is truly and like how is that diluting the french culture in quebec anyway it's not this all goes back to what you said like before where people get angry about shit that they shouldn't be angry about it's just an easy target to get mad at, and then... Yeah, but, like, the word sushi, are we going to change that? Like, it's sushi. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. It's very bizarre. I don't it know. It fucking makes no sense, and this is why every other place makes fun of Quebec. Because, like, no one makes fun of Canada. It's always Quebec. <laughs> There's a reason for that, and it all makes sense. Quebec is strange, I feel. 
it doesn't fit in with the rest of Canada, but it does, <laughs> you know? It has so many, like, Canadian, iconic Canadian things, but then, like, does such bizarre, yeah, seemingly non-Canadian things happen there, you know? Yeah. I was gonna say Quebec is the Texas of Canada, but that's Alberta, so. Is it really? Yeah. Maybe we Actually, can be the, what can we be? Maybe the Florida? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is the Florida. The Florida, Florida man, Quebec man, you oh. know? We don't even have a Walt Disney World here, so like, what's the point? Honestly, true. Wow, I've never really thought about that. I guess like, our closest thing is like Canada's Wonderland. Oh my god, you don't even know what that is. Do you know what that is? Of course I know what that is. <laughs> Okay, I was like, is that just a Toronto thing? I don't know. No, I'm sure if you, even if you've never gone, if you live in Canada, you know what it is. Oh, okay. Have you been? Yeah, oh, like. Oh, we should go. Wait, young. can you go, can you go on roller coasters? Do you go on roller coasters? Uh, yes and no. I do, but I'm not allowed to go on all of them because I'm in heart condition. Yeah, I was um, going to say, like. Yeah, so the older I get, the more difficult it is. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But, um. No, yeah, we, we used to go when we were, like, like, we were young. Yeah. Like, ch- like children, children. Yeah. I haven't been in years, though. I basically grew up going there. Like, every year we'd get a season. We would get a season's pass, but then we would only go one time. Damn <laughs> so <laughs> ourselves. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, that's what we had. Like, we have La Rones here, which is, like, just a theme park. Yeah. And a lot of people end up scanning themselves. They buy a whole season pass and they go once. Yeah. Don't go for the rest of the summer. <laughs> it's like the season's pass is worth like two, two and a half individual tickets. But then you're like, you're like oh, I'll go a second time. Never. <laughs> Never, ever, ever. And then at the end when it's like October 30th, you're like, oh, we should have gone. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> we do this every year. <laughs> Yeah, but you always, you know, you always assume that, oh, this year will be different, but then it's like, you know. Nothing is ever different, except this year. Yeah, although I will say, if I, for any reason, if I was a Florida native, you bet your ass I would be at Walt Disney World any fucking chance I have. Have you ever been there? Yeah, like four times. (laughs) I was gonna say, I've never been to any Disney. Oh, man. I mean, are you like a huge Disney fan, though? No. Okay. Because I was going to say, like, I know, like, I want to go, but I would not, I'm not willing to spend, like, a lot of money. Okay. Yeah, because, like, when I go, it's like, you stay at the resort in the Disney, so you have access to the buses. That's what I would want to do. I'm just, like, if I'm going to do it, it's going to be, like, if I have, like, kids with me or something, like, Mm -hmm. because I wouldn't do it for myself, I think. Yeah. Well, no, if if you're not a huge fan... Like, why, why would you go, <laughs> you know? I feel like it's, it is magical, though. Like, oh, I want to experience 100%. that. Because I went to um, Universal Studios in Los Angeles, which was pretty cool. And we went to, like, the Harry Potter theme park. And I was like, what yeah. here? Like, I was living. You but I want to go to the real one. Yeah, I want to go to the real one in Florida. It's insane. I should have cried. Like, they, there's this opening, like, when you go into Diagon Alley. Yeah. They time it that the music is playing at the same time and I don't know how they do it but it manages to do it yeah I was literally just sobbing just straight up started crying and like the way it's done is incredible 
Incredible. So my friend had to like hold my hand because she was like, I know I'm going to lose you. <laughs> the one in LA was just like, it was very non-immersive. Basically you just like walk in and there's like all these buildings, but only a few are actually like functioning and you can't go okay. in the castle. The castle's like a ride, obviously. Yeah. The castle was the coolest part because it had all these interactive like paintings and installations and whatever. So that was pretty yeah. cool. But the rest is just like every every building is a gift shop or like the Great Hall. Okay. No, the the one in Florida, they really went out of their way, dude. Yeah. Like to the point, like you have to actually like pay attention to find diagonally. Like they put it so that it's like behind the streets of London. It's fucking sick. And like when you walk down the street to Gringotts, they have the dragon on top and it's like breathing fire. So like the closer you go, the more you're sweating because it's like actual fire. So cool. It's fucking nuts. It's did you go on the train? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I also cried. <laughs> I would literally, I'm probably going to sob. I definitely want to oh go. Oh my God. Yeah. All I did was cry. Like, and then there was, we were going, there's like a ride where Hagrid's hut is. And there was like, this was, oh my God, I was so emotional for like no reason. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> you're walking through like a little field and like, um, remember in the, what's well, in the books as well, but in the move, the fourth movie, there's like the Cedric Diggory buttons. Yes. Yeah. There, was, there was one of those buttons with like raw pants and space on it, I start crying all over again. Oh no! <laughs> you know, it's like he deserves so much better. Oh my god! You know what's so dumb though? Like no one in my family is emotional like that, so I would want to go with someone like you, who's like really like impassioned yeah. by it, because that would be so fun. And then you guys have like discussions about like everything you see, and then you watch yeah. the movies. Oh. I and you know what's like, you know they did it well because like even the friend I went with who isn't a huge Harry Potter fan by any means yeah. was like entranced by it. Yeah. Wanted to do everything. Like that's how you know it's like they did a good job. You know, it like, has like mass appeal. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's fucking incredible. Incredible. Doesn't make sense. Did you go to the other parks too? In Universal? Yeah, like all the other ones. Yeah. So it's like there's Universal Island and Universal, or it's Adventure Island and Universal, I, I don't know. There's like the two things and that's the train that connects you. So that's how you could take um, the Hogwarts Express to go back and forth. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, we did everything because a large part of one of them is Marvel stuff. So we did all that. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. And then Harry Potter takes up a huge part. So you do all that. Um, and then there's just like fun movie rides. So, like they have a King Kong ride, a Jurassic Park ride, all those fun things. You do those too. Oh yeah. Jurassic Park. Damn. Jurassic World now, I guess. I've I mean, only ever seen the first movie. I was going to say the Jurassic World movies. Trash. I can't, I cannot watch it because I cannot stomach the idea of watching a dinosaur kill another dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because you love them or because you hate them? No, because like it, it like, I know it's a circle of life, like even in like an animal, like when animals do it, yeah. but, like I can't watch, like I can't watch a movie that has like another, an, like an animal hurting an animal. Cause I'm like, just be friends, man. Okay. Okay. You know? Yeah. It just hurts my feelings. So I just, <laughs> I honestly don't remember 
Jurassic World at all. I only remember Jurassic Park, the first one. And it was fire. Did you hate it? Because it made you sad? I didn't hate it. Like, I think, uh, especially for when it came out, I think it's, like, a really good movie. I love the animatronics. Yeah, no, I, I think... I love it better than CGI. So yeah, much better. I honestly think it's a good movie, but, like, I would never revisit it. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just, I've seen it, like, I think I've seen it twice or three times in my life, which is pretty good. Because some people, like, that's their life. Yeah. James. But I have a few movies like that where, like, I've seen it, and... I, it's like the other Bowling Girls, like in my opinion, a fantastic movie, but I can never revisit that movie because it's so fucking brutal. And I'm just like, I can't do that to myself. Yeah, there are some movies that just are like, they hit your limit and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> circling back to last time we were talking about Princess Diana. Have you mm. started The Crown? I already finished, babe. Oh, don't spoil. <laughs> I literally, I was upstairs before this episode starting the first episode of uh the crown season four so i'm caught up almost is okay. it oh, wait, it's all out now yeah it releases the first okay. day like on the same okay. day just like basic thoughts did you like it did you hate it i don't know well first of all where are you in the show before episode i answer anything? one season four so like oh i thought you said you were almost caught up <laughs> oh no caught up to this season yeah oh my god i thought you mean you were almost done this season no, 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 no. Okay, um, I love this season. It is everything I wanted. Okay. The acting is out of this world impeccable. Okay, I'm in love with the actor who plays the Prince of Wales. Prince Charles, you're talking about? Yeah, he's yeah, so cute. Yeah, he is so cute. So adorable. I'm like, how dare you put this man in Prince Charles's position? Yeah. And he only gets like grimier as the season. (laughs) Starts off so innocent, but I I obviously know what happens like in real life. So I'm like, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, So you've you've met Diana, right? In the first episode? Because like I watched everything at once. I don't actually know Um, when she comes in. Well, I'm assuming she's the girl who was dressed as a tree. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm not even done with yet. Okay. I love that scene. And I find it adds to the image of Diana we all have in our head of like being this like. It's so endearing. Yeah. And like this magical woman who like walked or whatever that saying is to the beat of her own drum. You know, like I love that they did that. I thought it was so beautiful. It was so like different. And at yeah. first I was like, what is this? But then I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah. It gets, um, our podcast should just be TV and movie reviews. I'm not going to lie. I'm <laughs> <laughs> can fine with that. We can do, well, one of our ideas was that we'll, we'll watch like a movie or a show yeah. and, and like do it. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Don't it. worry guys. We'll do a twilight episode for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Coming soon. Uh, Rob Pattinson, come on the show, please. He have fun with us, I feel. You We're know. the same brand of chaos as him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just unhinged, you know. Yeah. Um, I think on that note, we are at our... One hour. <laughs> I think we're over our one hour, to be honest. Well, considering how many interruptions we had in the beginning, <laughs> five minutes of this podcast, uh, we're made up for that time. That's true. Um, thanks. This is fun. I'm... I'm, I'm um, I'm kind of happy that, like, we didn't take stay too serious, actually. Same. Yeah. 
This was a lot of fun. I like the free-flowing thoughts that come to our chaotic minds because it's yeah. just, it just feels better. Yeah. Yeah. Started with religion, ended with Robert Pattinson. What better fucking way? <laughs> <laughs> As it should. Oh my God. Um, thanks to everyone who's listening. If you didn't get this far, um, you'll never know what I'm saying, so it's okay. <laughs> if you did, thank you. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace out. Peace.